Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. We believe the best knowledge is knowledge that is shared. Throughout our podcast journey, you'll hear advice from thought leaders, gain insight into areas of expertise other than your own, and hear the inspiring stories of others. This production is made possible by the dedication of our core team. I'm Tara DeLucia. I'm Carmen Pantoja Evans. And I'm Brittany Lemaire. We are looking forward to hearing what topics are important to you. Be intentional. Stay curious. And inspire others. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us. Hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. Hey there, listeners. Welcome to the official WNRG podcast. Thank you for joining us for part two of our interview with Marla Sanders, the director for MarketPoint Sales Integrity. Did you have mentors along the way? Um, were they male? Were they female? What did that look like? It was a mixture of both. Let mm. me tell you a pivot point in my career. There was a um, an officer within the company, and this was the early years of Humana. And um, it was a gentleman that um, I still think about today. That I was on the I was a manager in service ops, and he really challenged me on some numbers, and he got a little emotional. And um, when he got emotional, we didn't have the security that we do now. And I was down in the Waterside Building, and I walked down the street, and I was probably 23 years old. I walked down the street and I knocked on the door and his admin was there. I said, I just need to meet with him. And I just said to him, I want to let you know, you were emotional to me on the phone and I want you to know what I look like. Mm, that's good. And I said, he said, you're Marla, aren't you? I said, yep. I said, I just want you to know what I look like. And from then on, he became the strongest mentor He's now since left Humana and has passed away. Mm -hmm. But he continues to be in my thoughts about what he shared with me over our course of um, mentorship. And he connected me with many other Humana leaders. But that was a pivot for me. It took it took courage as that to, to be to walk courageous. down the street, down Main Street and come in this big 500 West Main that was just built and knock on a door and say, I just want you to know what I look like. Because it goes back to what we talked about. Relationships are important. And relationships can come and go, but that is what drives our work, is around building trust, building integrity, building the ability to motivate yourselves and your team when you're all tired. But it's around relationships. And that day... Um, he really changed my thinking because it took just a strong amount of courage to walk down the street. Sure and did. <laughs> whenever he um, began to build a relationship with me, it was probably the most powerful because then he gave me connections with other people within the company. And so I talked a little bit about my movement into outside operations into the corporate office. It was through that conversation and through that connection that brought me to the, um, to the compliance world, which is where I found my passion. You said that he became emotional. He did. He so, raised his voice a little bit. Okay, he didn't I like my answer. I wanted you to define that a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So yes. how, what did that look like? Yeah. So it looked like he didn't like the numbers that I was expressing to him. 
and um, he got, you know, he raised his voice, was unhappy with the results, and um, I just wanted him to know what I look like. And so, very bold, humanizing, but very confident, yeah, humanize the conversation, very confident, because numbers yeah. are numbers. And I'm not saying that I was happy with the numbers. His, my, our approach was different, and so he challenged me to understand. And we sat there probably for 15 or 20 minutes, and we started a relationship then. Mm-hmm. And it was around. I had a mutual respect. I had, in fact, it grew to admiration because I knew then what he really cared about. On that phone call, when he was emotional, I didn't know. All I knew is he didn't like the numbers, but I had to dive deeper into, really, what does he care about? Then our conversation changed. The you know, principle of the iceberg. Your yeah. reaction to that, had it gone the other direction, could have oh, changed the course of your life. Uh, yeah. It could have gone change it, or he could have <laughs> said, go back where you came from. Right, <laughs> you know, very true. So I have to say, I commend him because he was willing to listen. And when he listened, he understood the numbers and how it was. And it was it was neither one and that we were aligned, that we wanted to improve it. But his approach was different than mine. And um, I can um, be very direct, um, but I try to keep my emotions in check. It's just how I operate. And so with that, there, there was a really tenacious story you had shared um, with the Market Point Town Hall, um, moving into your current role about how you networked with that person. Yeah. Can you, can you expand a little bit more or share about you know, yeah. networking and how to go about that? So I believe, we, I guess the theme of our discussion today is really around relationships and how do you build relationships. So I think about networking um, very, and maybe it's different now that I'm a mom. So... Um, you think about how we all started. We start about a mentor in a home, and then that's normally a parent or a single parent or someone strong within our own family structure, aunt, uncle, whoever it might be. And then you go to college, and it might be a big sister. It might be someone in a classmate. And then you go to work, and you're expected to do it on your own. So it's. I think we have to embrace our careers as very much similar to how we started. We've got to have a strong support system to develop us like our parents did us and grow us. Because um, as a mom, I have seen my kids, my, I have three children, two girls and a boy, and my son is my, is my youngest and he's getting ready to go to college. And when I think about his readiness, he still has to grow, but I try to, you know, check myself to say, okay, have I done everything I can? And there's still more that I want to do and I'm not ready and I don't want to move out of the house yet. And, you know, all those states. But the key is, is for me to encourage him, you've got to find the right people within your college group, not the ones that are going to hang out with you on Friday and Saturday night, the people that are a little ahead of you. And so whenever I think about networking here at Humana, You've got to find someone who has had experiences that you have not to prepare you for those. In my own kids, I say it this way. We've got to role play for adult situations so that when you get an adult situation, you act like an adult. The same way here. So I think you have to prepare yourself from Humana is that when you come in the door, you have to connect yourself with people who have had experiences that you have not. They're a step ahead of you.
And so that's the beauty about the energies that we have here at Humana is that you have a forum to be able to do that. 30 years ago, we did not have that. You looked for people who either presented well at a meeting and you created a lunch conversation with them. Um, but whenever you talk about, think about networking, I'll tell you my own personal story. I've tried to be intentional about every move that I've made, not just because there's a position open, not just because I have an opportunity to make more money. It's around, am I going to like the work and the people that I work with? So is it a, a piece of work that I've not achieved that I want to achieve? So those are very intentional decisions versus I want to become this title. I want to become this position. I want to make this amount of money. Now, get I, I completely... Um, agree that those are factors within my decisions, but they're not the most important factors. So, um, Brittany, to answer your question, I was sitting at a compliance conference with many different Humana associates and um, had dinner with one of those associates, and they were in MarketPoint, and she began to tell me that she was on a five-year retirement plan. And at that dinner that that night, I shared with her, I want your job. And she said, well, I'm not ready to give it up yet. I'm like, okay, I'm patient. I've got a great job now. So I want your job when you are ready to move. And she's like, okay, okay, uh, let's talk about it. So I became a intentional about having coffee um, with her over the course of five years. I was intentional about supporting projects that she was leading or that I was leading that I would include her on those so that our relationship um, became stronger. Number one, I wanted her to see my performance. Number two, I wanted to see the work that she did. And so the more that we intersected, the more I knew that that was the position that I wanted. Sales always interests me. But what my passion is, is compliance. So I knew what I knew about myself is I love to represent the company. I just did not know whether I wanted to be a sales agent or sales leadership, or I wanted to stay within my discipline of compliance. But I knew the passion was represent Humana. So um, we began to continue that conversation throughout the five years. Um, my predecessor decided to execute her retirement timing, and so um, I had heard about it at the Starbucks, where every good conversation happens. <laughs> and I said, "Okay." I reached out to her. I'm like, "I'm your girl." Tell um, and she, as um, um, continued to move forward, and I applied for the position, and that's my story. So, what's so interesting about? I mean, a phenomenal story. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of us, especially nowadays, forget that it takes time, mm -hmm. intentional intentionality, mm -hmm. grit, focus. Like mm -hmm. things don't just come. It's not easy. Right. You're not just going to get tapped all the time. Yeah. Like there's some, I don't know, just fairy tale out there that that's how it works, and it's not. You have to put in the time. Mm -hmm. um, and so I appreciate you sharing that. It's investment. Yeah. Investment. Yeah. It's it absolutely is, and I think we as women. Um, we invest a lot in others, but sometimes we put ourselves on the at the end of that investment. Mm -hmm. So I think what we have to do better at is really drive what is our personal strategy. And what I love about Humana is that I've been able to accomplish 
my personal strategy and impact Humana in a positive way. And it's been a great mutual relationship. And the key is, is that you have to be intentional. You have a choice in coming in and being an associate of Humana and just doing a job. Or you have a personal, intentional choice into impacting Humana in a bigger way, achieving your personal goals, and coming out with a great career. That's a personal right. choice. Right. And I, I feel that's what we're truly, we're hoping to do here is just really, everyone is so valuable. I mean, everyone helps make this big picture beautiful and mm-hmm. work as an organization. And I feel we're so much more than a company. It's just a whole sense of interconnectedness and from the people that I speak to on the phone that are helping me with the customer service issue and connecting a member with a care manager like over in Tara's organization and just the awesome culture piece that Carmen's department provides. It's just amazing. But we got to help out each other. Yeah. I'll give you an example. Yesterday I was in a meeting and one of my female colleagues was getting ready to speak, but there had been a lot of conversations around her specific topic before she was going to have the microphone and and speak in front of 140 of our largest um, agencies. And so as she came in, as any presenter does, they come in a little bit early, they get set of trying to assess what's the environment like. And I got off from my table and I walked over and I said, hey, Caroline, um, I just want to tell you, there was a couple things that um, was discussed before you got here that is directly related to the bold gold, and this is Caroline Coates. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, here are the following things that, and I just, I didn't have to get up. Mm-hmm. But nice in, her press, right. in her presentation, she referenced, hey, I know this was talked about earlier. She didn't say it was Marla, and she didn't have to. Mm-hmm. But I helped her out because right. it gave her the ability to have a bigger impact in a large group of audience and gave her the ability to understand what questions they had before that could have been repeated or that she can reinforce in the very beginning of her presentation. That's what us girls need to do. It's not about competing because there's a great Mm -hmm. spot for all of us Mm -hmm. because we are designed differently and we have different passions. Different talents. Different Mm -hmm. talents, different gifts, different everything. The four of us sitting here, we all have very uh, valuable worlds with Humana and we don't even interact with each other. But I promise you after today, if I see you getting ready to present in front of my team, I'm going to go over there and I'm going to say, hey, it's good to see you, and here's what's happened before you get up there. So we've got to reach across um, outside of ourselves to assist each other because I think we're all stronger yeah. if we do. And I think that sounds really uh, Pollyanna in some ways, but it's impactful, it's effective, and it's relationships. It's relationships. Yeah. It works. And that was a message that we really wanted to start the WNRG podcast with. We mm-hmm. want to share these different different everybody's from different walks yeah Yeah. everybody's walked through the ranks in in different perspectives different ranks in different ways uh the tribal knowledge you have all the tribal knowledge from the past and you brought it in to the future from where it is right now what i thought was interesting was uh the culture evolution yeah um when i heard you speak about I got up from my desk and I walked down the main street and I <laughs> tapped on his door, you know, and you came from Curious, yeah. which is exactly what the culture evolution right. um, mm-hmm. 
kind of hopes that you do. Right. And they want, I mean, that's what it's about. Come from curious. Yeah. Don't, don't be angry. Right. Uh, right. But come from curious. You have to understand why and look what happened. Yeah. And you just chose the path of being intentional, being curious. And, and uh, they're inspiring us. Yeah. Yes. And then you were paying it forward by sharing with Caroline. This is what I heard. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That this what's making you an awesome leader. Well, thank you. But I'm a big advocate for the uh, culture evolution. I think it is core principles that we should all be following. Be here now is one of my favorites. So um, I will tell you that I'll tell you a mom's story. And it wasn't called Be Here Now. It was just a mom's story. Um, as my three children, um, you know, th- it's hard to balance work and life. I mean, I think us women... Um, personalize that probably more than men because we have a greater responsibility. We've birthed the children, so immediately we think it's all on us. So I have been to many different field trips where I am checking my emails and so on. So I will tell you my Otis to is 24 now. I'll never forget this. Um, we are walking in the steps of the Louisville Speed Museum And I was on a phone call because someone had asked me, and she looked at me and she said, why did you come? And I'm like, good night. And so um, I finished the phone call and I sent an email to my team and said, I got to check out. Mm. And convicting. my daughter didn't say, be here now. She said every principle that supports be here now but she told me exactly what I needed to hear. Why are you here? Why are you here? <laughs> In wow. her, you know, nine or ten year old voice. So that was a pivot to me that I have got to do this balance thing better. And so um, I learned from her, and I'm glad that she's my first. And I had two that followed that I tried to do better at. But I try to be here now, which is, you know, all of us have different techniques on how do we do that and balance work and home. Um, but I think we all have to give ourselves uh, the ability to kind of mess up and be a little messy a little bit because balance looks different for all of us. And so balance for me is around being intentional while I'm at Humana. Uh, technology has helped us manage that a lot better than we did in the past. Um, I remember in the early years, um, There was even a time we'd have, I'd come in on Saturday, and um, sometimes my daughter would be with me. So those, that has changed for me just because the age of my children now. Um, But I will tell you, um, the be here now is is an important concept that I try to keep. Um, One of the things that my technique is, is that I have a picture of my kids, which is my favorite kid picture. All three of them are together and they're playing with sand, and I have it to the right of my terminal. And so it's around, quite frankly, I'm not here for volunteer work. I'm here to make an income to support my family. That's all. Mm. We're all here for compensation, right? So I have to keep focused on why I'm here. Is it just for me Mm. or is it for someone else? And so I know that I have missed important experiences in their life before I really came committed to balance and understanding priorities, but that keeps me grounded is that picture. So I think we all have our own little quirky little techniques on how we keep our balance and what is keeps us grounded. 
that's one of mine. That's awesome. I love that. Mm -hmm. awesome. Is there any questions that we, or something, anything you want to add that we missed? Not that I can think of. I think this dialogue has been awesome. Um, it's just been so easy. That is the beauty of getting women mm -hmm. um, into a room and you shut down um, the perceptions and you become real and then you have great conversations. That's so exactly. I think that's the intent of this podcast and I think we were successful today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank that's, you. Thank you. And that's it for this episode. You can share your thoughts on our WNRG Buzz page or by tagging us, hashtag WNRG Podcast Series. Until next time, be intentional, stay curious, and inspire others. So uh, free Starbucks for a year or free iTunes music forever? Definitely free Starbucks. <laughs> yes. I am an Americana girl. That's a Starbucks girl. sitting right yes, next to you. Yes, right in front of me.